Flashback Fridays on 630 Chad. 1971. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. And she's always gone too long. Anytime she goes away. You at 737 now. Uh, Shay guest hosting from 9 to 12 here on 630 Chad. So it's Chelsea and Morley doing a deep dive into 1971. Man, that music uh, which, was good, course, eh? I was just gonna say all of those songs from 1971. How many of them were you thinking, okay, I need to I need to add this to my library and I need to listen to this later because yeah, so much good music. I Morley, I, I think honestly, after having done, you know, kind of a, a look back at all of these different decades, the 70s. I think might be the best decade for music. Oh, just fantastic music in the 70s. You're right. Uh, it was kind of, well, it was music was changing, right? The Beatles had, had opened it up in the 60s, and in the 70s, everybody took off with it. Yeah. And I was looking at the 100, uh, the top 100 Billboard songs from 1971, uh, and there's such diversity on the list. Like yes. the number one, the yeah. number one song was Joy to the World by Three Dog Night, right? Jeremiah was a bullfrog. We all know that song, and, and it's, it's kind of a novelty song, but it was the number one song of the year. But you look, you got you got Rod Stewart, you got Carol King, you got the Bee Gees, but you also have Donny Osmond with Go Away Little Girl at number seven. John Denver is at number eight. Tony Orlando and Don are at number and number ten. So there was just an elect, uh, uh, eclectic group of uh, artists who were in the top uh, songs of 1971. Everybody was happy in 71 because there was just all sorts of music that was coming out. That's the thing. That's my takeaway, too, is that there was a lot of diversity. Like, it feels like everyone was kind of listening to all kinds of things from all different kinds of genres. I mean, you know, Aretha Franklin was making music, The Temptations, and then you have The Doors and Led Zeppelin, like all of these kind of different types of sounds that everyone seemed to be consuming and just loving. So, yeah, I, what a great decade for music. If that's what you remember, let us know. Send us a text, uh, 780-496-0063, if that was your takeaway from 1971. Um, or just let us know where your life was at. Um, this texter doesn't include their name, but they say, um, I made my mom sew an extension onto my pants so would I, I would have a wider pair of bell bottoms. They were pretty cool. Yeah, bell bottoms, I think. Bright colors seem to be really everywhere. When, it, when you look at fashion in, in the 70s and 1971, it seems like it wasn't a total 
it wasn't totally hippie-ish at that point. It was more like bright and loud when it came to yeah. fashion. Is that what you remember, Morley? Yeah, lots of colors. I remember the the big flares on the bottom of your jeans. Nobody, you got laughed at if you had the, the, the tight leg uh, pants, right, on the bottom of your jeans <laughs> if, if it didn't flare out like that. Uh, and to me, I think the fashion centers, we talked about it last half hour, the Brady Bunch kids were the fashion centers for the kids, I think, because you wanted to wear what Greg Brady was wearing or Bobby or whoever, right, or Marsha if you're a girl. And, you know, and the, it was the, the big wide belts, often white, right, and the big bell-bottom jeans and a colorful shirt. Well, the bell bottoms are apparently trying to come back. I've seen like split bell bottoms, sort of, mm. sort of trying to make a bit of a comeback. Everything <laughs> old is new again, fashion. right? Everything, everything does make a return. Uh, I was just talking to Sarah, our in-studio producer, too, on the break, and she was telling me that on TikTok, feathered hair is now everywhere. That seems to be the new trend. What is that? What is feathered hair? It's like, it's like when you. It's like Farrah Fawcett hair, when everything is kind okay. of just like flipped out to the side. I think the beginning, like the introduction back into that was um, curtain bangs, like kind of yeah. Bridget Bardot sort of split in the middle and they kind of like cover half of your eyes. That sort of, I think, was the beginning hey, of that. I you, had Fawcett. Fawcett. you had me at Farrah Fawcett. You had me at Farrah Fawcett. I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will recommend, though, not to cut yourself pandemic bangs like I did because they don't, they don't look good on my face. <laughs> but apparently feathered hair is making a bit of a return. Um, this person says on the text line, this is Glenn saying, uh, oh, sorry, that was Glenn saying about the, the extension into the bell bottoms here. Uh, Lorne says in 1971, I was dating my high school sweetheart. We've been married for 42 years and uh, had three, or we, excuse me, we were married 42 years and had three children. Love that text, Lorne. Um, Brad makes an interesting point. He says, my opinion is that the world was a better place for me back in 71. He says, I was only eight years old, so kind of around the same age that you were, Morley. Mm -hmm. um, it says, but I remember respect for your elders, care about your appearance, your actions, music, movies, etc. I'm pretty sure, like that was the message that was in music and movies. He's saying, I'm pretty sure that young people today that weren't part of that era think we've progressed exponentially in all the wrong areas, and they'd be wrong. Hot take from Brad on the text line. Mm -hmm. Let us know your Indeed. thoughts on that. Was it a better place back in 71? I mean, we it was a completely different world. It was 50 years ago. So yeah. it, our relationship to each other, our relationship to technology, the way that we communicated, the messaging that we received from all kinds of different information sources was a lot more limited. Does that make it better or does that make it worse? Let us know. 7804960063 your perspective you on 1971. So many things. You did so many things differently too. Like, I don't even think there were seat belts in cars back in in 1971, right? So no, uh, or or they would just be there airplanes. possibly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, smoking on airplanes. You were getting food on airplanes too back then, right? More than just pretzels. So, yeah, and 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 you know, we talked about the music and how you listen to it. I can remember when I was a kid, you'd sit by the radio for hours listening for your favorite song to come on. You couldn't control what you listened to unless you had the album, right? Uh, if you if you didn't have the album, you had to just sit by the radio and listen and wait for that song. Now you just you just call it up on your iPod, right, or in, in your Apple Music or whatever, and and have a listen to whatever you want whenever you want. But back then, every, somebody else controlled when you heard the music. That's the thing. We have so much more control over our lives now. So, I mean, better, worse, it's it's hard to say. I think it was just, it was a completely different place. Um, and speaking about smoking on airplanes, too, um, I was reading that a lot of families took a lot more road trips because flying was really expensive and it was kind of a big it was still sort of a big like fancy thing to do so road trips the family station wagon was a really 
like a hot vehicle to own. A lot of people were kind of doing that. Station um, wagon. Man, you guys were lucky. <laughs> we had a Volkswagen Beetle, and my mom and dad and me and my sister piled into a Volkswagen Beetle, and through the 70s, we when after we moved to Ontario for uh, a few years, we drove to Alberta to my grandparents' place in Olds and Bowdoin. Uh, every summer, we drove there in a Volkswagen Beetle from Ontario. Now, that was a lot of fun. Ooh. You, you people in your luxurious <laughs> station wagons. <laughs> That's a, that's like really intimate family time. That's it's like oh, yeah. a road trip disaster yeah. waiting to happen. The worst part about um, that is your parents could reach you from the front seat to smack you if you were fooling around, right? <laughs> they really know what you're doing back there, yeah. But what a cool, uh, I mean, a Beetle is such a, like, that's like such a vehicle of the era. What a cool ride. Well, yeah, it, it would be cool now, but back when you're when you're sitting in one for four days driving from Ontario to Alberta, it's not that cool, I'll tell you that. No air conditioning either, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I guess it would get sticky. Okay, let us know what you remember, if it's family road trips, if it's just, the in general, what life looked like for you, the fashion, the music you were listening to. Uh, send us a text, 7804960063. Let's take a look at the big news stories. Uh, what were people talking about? What was going on in the world in 1971? Flashback Fridays on 630 Chat. 1971. Well, this year started with two infamous individuals being talked about almost daily. Idi Amin led a coup in Uganda, became that country's president. In Los Angeles, Charles Manson and three of his family members, Susan Atkins, Patricia Krenwinkel, and Leslie Van Houten, all found guilty of the Tate-LaBianca murders in 1969. Did you have any choice? You'll all follow me. You know, you got two. You got these people over here that want to live. You want to live? Get in line, we'll live. You don't want to live? Hurry up. A jury recommended the death penalty for all four, but in 1972, that was commuted to life in prison for Charlie and his three followers. In March of 71 in Seattle, a very famous coffee company was introduced. Have you stopped for your venti vanilla latte or your grande white chocolate mocha yet this morning? All it takes is saying yes. Starbucks morning yes. Yep, Starbucks came to life on March 30th, 1971. Half a million people in Washington, D.C. marched not for Starbucks, but in protest against the Vietnam War in April of 71. A poll claimed that 60% of Americans were dead set against that war. For five days in September, a revolt broke out at the maximum security prison in Attica, New York. Both the inmates and the hospitals are in excellent condition. They have many uh, minor injuries, but nothing serious. Nobody is suffering. That wasn't the way the Attica prison riot ended, though. In the end, New York State Police and the National Guard stormed that facility. Forty-two were killed, ten of them hostages. Oh, hey, you remember the name D.B. Cooper? He's the guy in late 1971 who parachuted from a plane that he'd hijacked over Washington State. He had 200000 bucks in ransom money. He was never seen again, and his case remains the only unsolved skyjacking in history. A couple of other events from 1971 wanted to remind you about Walt Disney World opened that year in Orlando, Florida, and Greenpeace was founded in Vancouver. Pierre Trudeau was our country's prime minister. Oh, he married Margaret Sinclair in 1971 as well. Edmonton's mayor in 71 was Ivor Dent. Grant McEwen Community College came to life in 71, as did the AGT Tower on 100th Street and Jasper. Oh, and... You may actually be driving over this right now. The James McDonald Bridge opened in 1971. Alberta had a couple of premiers that year. On August 30th, 1971, 36 years of social credit rule came to an end when Peter Lougheed 
and the progressive conservatives dumped Harry Strom and his so-creds. I've said on many occasions that I'm a Canadian before an Albertan. Don't take that comment lightly. That's an extremely important uh, view to have. That's a quick look back at 1971, right here on 6.30 Ched's Flashback Friday. I'm Randy Kilburn. So many things looking very different in 1971. Um, just looking at the average household income back then uh, for Canadians, $8,700. And the cost of a new home was twenty six grand. So life has changed quite a bit. I wonder... I wonder how much coffee was at that first Starbucks at, uh, at Pikes Peak in uh, in Seattle. It probably wasn't the four or five dollars you pay for them now, right? Still probably expensive at the time, but yeah, not anything close to what it is right now. Morley, what about sports? You said that we were going to take another look at uh, what was going on in 1971 in the world of sports. Yeah, the Edmonton football team went six and ten in 1971, missed the playoffs that year. That was the last time they would miss the playoffs for a long time. They set a North American pro sports record after that, making the playoffs for 35 straight years. Uh, in the Grey Cup game, in the rain in Vancouver, Leon McQuay fumbled on the 11-yard line late in the game, and that allowed uh, Calgary to hang on for a 14-11 win over the Toronto Argonauts in the first Grey Cup game ever played on artificial turf. Other champions in 1971, the Boston Bruins were the best team in the NHL until the playoffs. They finished first overall with 126 points. Phil Esposito set several BG NHL records. BG as in before Gretzky. 76 goals, 152 points. He was the fastest to 50 at the time. He won the Art Ross. Bobby Orr won the Hart. Bobby Orr won the Norris as well. But the Bruins lost in the first round to Montreal in seven games. The Habs went on to beat Chicago in game seven of the Stanley Cup final. The voice of the great Danny Gallivan, Captain Jean Beliveau, accepted the trophy that year in what was his last game he retired that summer. In Super Bowl V in Miami, the Baltimore Colts, led by 37-year-old Johnny Unitas, beat the Dallas Cowboys 16-13. Milwaukee won the NBA championship over the Baltimore Bullets. Baltimore also lost the World Series. The Orioles fell to the Pittsburgh Pirates. In that series, they played the first-ever night game in World Series history at Three Rivers Stadium. In March, the most anticipated fight ever took place at Madison Square Garden in New York. The fight of the century, they called it, and still call it still maybe the most anticipated fight ever muhammad ali versus joe fraser ali was 31 and 0 fraser was 26 and 0 fraser stayed unbeaten winning the heavyweight championship of the world in a unanimous decision over ali over 300 million people watched that fight live or on pay-per-view or on television a week later uh, when it aired and here's a song that you might remember and will probably be humming all day now <laughs> Sweet Georgia Brown, the theme song for the Harlem Globetrotters, who in January of 1971 lost 100 to 99 to the New Jersey Reds. That loss ended a 2,495 game win streak for the Globetrotters. They regrouped very well after it and won their next 8,829 games, a win streak that went for 24 years. Wow. Okay, and thanks for that song, Morley. Yeah, that's uh, that's. You'll be whistling that all day long yeah, today. Lingering now. around all day.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.